0: Yeah, it, it 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 kills me when I hear people say, "Ah, oh, well, I don't have enough money to get started." I'm like, "Oh, wait a minute, hold on. What do you guys do at night or or, or in your downtime? Well, we watch YouTube. Okay, have you ever run across this guy named Gary V? Uh, all right, yeah, <laughs> Gary Vaynerchuk. Yep. He talks about how you know you can go to garage sales, you can buy cheap uh, toys and dolls and stuff, and you can sell them, he, he, turning uh, trash into treasure. You know, you sell mm-hmm. them on eBay and make money. I bet for everybody out there that says, "Hey." I can't get started in real estate because I don't have even a hundred or $250 to get started. Okay. I bet I could walk you. If you invited me into your home, we could walk around your home and you and I could point out several things that you haven't even touched physically touched in six months that you, you could, you could put on eBay today, have sold, put that money into your real estate business, get some leads, make some phone calls, change your life. Right. Yep. Yep. I'm, you know, is, it's, is it really the hundred dollars? that that keeps you from getting started or is that just an excuse it sounds to me like it might just be an excuse
1: you're listening to the We Love Equity Real Estate show a podcast that discusses the intricacies of real estate investing with your host Marcus E Maloney Marcus is a real estate investor best known for being the equity king he's been awarded that moniker because he and his team find amazing real estate deals He will be talking with investors who have done some transformational things in the real estate industry. They'll discuss their process, their strategies, and how their investments transform their lives and the communities they invest in. We welcome you to the We Love Equity Real Estate Show. Hey, We Love Equity Real
2: Estate family. I am excited today. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another show. We have Justin Chamniss on the line today. Justin is based out of Kansas City, Missouri. He is a wholesaler. He does things with lease options, um, wholesaling, and virtual lease option and wholesaling. So I wanted to bring somebody in today to talk to you guys directly in regards to getting started, helping you get started helping you find leads, where you can find those leads at and things like that. So I brought Justin in so we can talk about that. So Justin, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for being here.
0: Mr. Marcus Maloney, thank you, sir. I really appreciate the invitation. It's an honor to be here.
2: All right. So we're gonna welcome Justin with a round of applause. Thank you, Justin, for being here, man. It's always an honor when we have somebody because you know we are we're all busy. We're all doing things you know but to take an hour out of your time out of your day to be with us we thank you. So Justin introduce us to Justin Chambers.
0: Yeah, well, I'm just a normal guy. I'm a guy sitting in a podcast with another guy. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Simple. <laughs> That's about it, man. Um I've had a thousand different jobs so it's hard for me to say, "Oh, well, I've got a background in this or that." Um, most of the jobs I've had, I, well, I, I used to be a preacher Okay. and, uh, my, my dad's a minister and I didn't know what to do after high school. So I just followed in his footsteps for probably nearly a decade. Um, something at, towards the end of that decade, it, it, just didn't feel right. It didn't feel like the right fit for me. And I was kind of coming into who I am, uh, finally, you know, I don't know yep. if anybody else out there is a late bloomer, but I, <laughs> you know, me, I'll
2: raise my hand. I'm a, I'm definitely a late bloomer.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm definitely a late bloomer. So, uh, in my late 20s, I was like, you know, I think I'm going to lay down the clergy and and start something myself, you know. And man, that was tough. Um I'd always had real estate in my heart and in my mind. I'd I've been studying some real estate too so far as a as a preacher. But then when I uh, got out of the ministry, I found that the transitioning just cold turkey right into something full-time for yourself was just really tough to do. And uh, so I've, I've had a thousand jobs, you know, and I, most of them I've been fired from. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm one of those people that's categorically unemployable, you know, like I, I just don't do good with jobs and I have a real strong distaste for jobs. So I think that's really what spurred me on to, to doing anything in real estate and having any of the success that I do have is, is my distaste for clocking in and clocking out. I hate it.
2: Hey, I feel you on that one, man. We don't, we don't like the whole job aspect where someone controls your life, tell you when to come in, when to go out. You know. Although if you're if you're working a job, we definitely understand. You know, everyone has to start at some point, but you know what? Um, it's just not for everybody, and it and it wasn't for me as well. So, Justin, making that transition, man, from the clergy to real estate. You know, how was that mind shift? How did that happen? Well, it was hard. Um, I, I got started,
0: I guess, while I was a preacher, um, studying, you know, and I, I bought a course off eBay. Uh, I don't know if anybody's guilty of that, but it okay. used to be a a great place to buy courses. You know, like you, you go to the guy's website and you pay thousands, you go to eBay, you get it for a hundred bucks. Right. Yep. So yep. I, I, I was one of those guys. So I went to eBay and I bought a Ron Legrand course. It was a lease options course. And, um, I also bought an ugly house course, but once I got it, I was kind of bored with it and I wouldn't, didn't want to really even go through the course. And so I I was really more interested in this lease options thing. So, uh, you know, because he was talking about doing pretty house deals, pretty houses with no equity and making money. And I thought, well, man, this has got to be for me because there's tons of houses out there with no equity, I'm sure and uh right so i'd been studying this but you know you could only get so far with with a course that came in a three ring binder that you bought for 99 dollars on ebay i i knew a lot
2: of stuff but i didn't know how to do what i knew yeah yeah and that's the thing you get all of the education but it's not just the app education but it's application also so guys you hearing it from justin you can go out and you can buy these courses i'm not saying don't educate yourself but at some point you gotta take that theory and put it into action when i was in college i had a i had a professor that was one of his things he was always saying there's a difference between theory and there's a difference between application and you have to translate that theory into application so go ahead i'm sorry Justin.
0: yeah no i marcus you're absolutely correct i I don't even think I understood that at that time, I, the difference between theory and, and being able to apply to something, you know, maybe the difference between knowledge and wisdom, you know, yep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> knowledge is the facts and stuff and wisdom is how do you, what do you do with these facts? And yep. uh, so I, I didn't really know the difference of that, I don't think. And so I was just blindly out there trying stuff. And I, I signed up for a uh, I was desperate, right. So back, back in these days, things were not quite so technical as they are today. And I went ahead and uh, signed up for a website. It was something like we dash Buy dash and dash sell dash. It was some crazy, <laughs> you know, I, I signed up for this, this service. They were promising to provide motivated seller leads in my market area. So it was like 40 bucks a month or something back then. And I, I signed up for it and, and lo and behold, I got some leads. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. I uh, so here I am. I'm scared now. I'm nervous. I get the leads. I I'm a I'm a lease options expert now, right? I know everything there is to know about lease options cuz I got this course for 99 bucks.
2: Book. Yep.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> I I called the leads. Uh I got I got two leads this month uh, off this service. And so I called the leads both of them and both times didn't have a clue what to say. Didn't have a clue how to present this lease option idea to them. Didn't have a clue anything, but somehow it worked. I, I I got him on the phone and I said, Hey, uh, you know, I'm a real estate investor and I'm looking to buy a house. And, and he goes, you want to buy this house? You can have this house. You want to come look at it? Come look at it now. That's it. That's it. I was like, uh, what? uh, uh uh, uh okay yeah um where uh, yeah I got the address um what time's good you know like mm-hmm. <laughs> now I, I it took me a second to gather myself but and but now I'm I'm Mr. Big Guy again yeah we're uh okay I'll be there uh so I, I print out the documents you know old school style print them out I get a ink pen and I drive over there to the house and literally in both both of these leads both of them literally the the gentleman who filled out the form online just wanted to walk away from these houses and was willing to do whatever even though I wasn't polished I didn't know what to say didn't know how to do it so I, I feel like in a way Marcus I got lucky I'm one of those lucky guys because yep. I know there's guys out there who work at this brand new. They don't know what to say. They don't know how to present. They see, we all use the same strategies. You know, we, we all are doing the sub two or, or a lease option or, a, or, or maybe we're doing a co-host sale with somebody, or maybe we're just straight ugly house wholesaling. We're, we're all using the same few marketing or yep. the, the yep. same few techniques and strategies here. And for the most part, we're all nowadays using the same kind of marketing like with ringless voicemail or, or text blasts or, yeah. uh you know, driving for dollars and sending postcards or, 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 or bandit signs, or, you, you, you know, there's only probably a half a dozen or a dozen things. And most of us fall into those categories. We're doing that. So what really sets you apart is the third thing and your ability to communicate with the lead and get it to turn into a deal that
2: you can monetize. Right. Hey man, that's, that's, that's golden right there. What you said is we're all doing the same thing. There, there's no special ringless voicemail um, message that you can leave. There's no special letter that you can write and send. There's no special text that you can send. We're all doing the same thing. But like you said, it's that rapport building and how can you navigate your road down this lead? So that person that you happen to luck up on, you know, it only takes yeah. one deal. He was ready to, sell, sell, sell. you know, he was ready to yeah. sell and get rid of it. And you happened to hit him at the right time. Yeah. You know, yeah. so
0: I, I feel like I kind of got lucky and it, it, eventually my luck ran out though, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and, and I, and I became like everybody else, you know, I got these leads and, now I I'm like, for whatever reason, even though I've had success, now I'm, I'm experiencing difficulties with the leads. Yep. Don't know what to say. These guys, man, they didn't fall for me. Like these last, man, the last guy, he fell in love with me right away on the phone. You know, what happened? What, why is this guy not, what am I doing wrong? What, you know, and I'm, I'm reading the script I got, you know, I mean, uh-huh. this is what's, is it the script or is it me? You know, well, it's, it's both really. <laughs> it turns <laughs> out, uh, it turns out it's both, but, um, yeah, I, I wanted to learn how, to, how to, to really be good at this, and that was the piece that was missing for me, was how to communicate with these homeowners, how to talk to them and, and get the, the leads to convert into deals, you know. Um, so, because like you were saying, uh, the marketing, yeah, we're all doing the same thing, but you get these leads, and now I'm the guy now, all of a sudden, who I don't even want to call these leads. I, I remember getting a batch of leads and I'm not even kidding about this. It was like 89 leads or something. Like I, I could have called them. Like these were yes. And maybe kind of responses here. I could have, it was a text blast I'd sent out. And um, I, I think I was using Joe Crump's machine at the time. Okay. Uh, Joe Crump's also another lease options guy. And, and he's got a text blaster machine and uh, I, I've since moved on to a different text blaster, but that one there, it, it, it worked pretty good. Now I, I got 89 leads out of it that day. <clears throat> That's a whole bunch. I think I sent out a a whole bunch of texts that day. (laughs) 89 leads. And here I am scared to call any of them now. Like I just sit here and look at them. And yeah. (laughs) Come on, Justin. You got to do it. (laughs) Exactly, man. Uh, And so how did I go from being the guy who just calls them and they just fall right here for me immediately uh, to the guy who now gets leads and it's just so scared to call them that I just sit here and just stare at them. And I, I promise you, I stared at these leads for two whole weeks and finally I just put them in a the trash can. Oh,
2: you know,
0: wow. Yeah. It, it, insane. And, and I realized at that point that, that I'm really, I, I'm missing something in my business. It's not the strategy or the technique. I got that. It's not the marketing. Cause I can get the leads. The getting leads nowadays is even easier than it was then. It's, yeah, it's, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and so it's not those things. It's it's my inability to communicate with confidence and to, to know what to say and how to talk to a homeowner. To get started right in a script just wasn't enough training for me. So I, I sit here and stared at these leads. That's when alcoholics refer to it as a, a, I had a moment of clarity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in my real estate addiction, You know, I had a moment of clarity. And that moment of clarity revealed to me who I really was. I was the guy who had for years and years talked about real estate, dreamed about real estate, played around with real estate, but never
2: really, really did real estate. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) So, so you got to tell me this, Justin. Okay. So let's, let's go back because you gave a lot right there. We're going to talk about the psychological aspect of it because people don't understand, you know, sometimes when you get that, when you have all of these leads and I'm guilty of it too. You know, you, you look at these leads and you're like, okay, some days your confidence is way high. You know, you feel like you can run through a wall. You can close anybody. You're the closer. You're the, you're the man. And then there's days where you just be like, okay, you know, you may talk to two or three people and they just shut you down immediately. And you're like, okay, am I doing this? Is this, Is this really what I supposed to be doing? So let's talk about first, let's talk about lead generation. Because a lot of people, you said getting the leads are a lot easier than it was before. I agree with you wholeheartedly. There's so many ways to get leads. Like you said, there's text messaging, there's driving for dollars, there's direct mail there's ringless voicemail there's seo on your website you know all kind of stuff so let's kind of talk about some of the lead generation things that somebody getting started can do that don't have a ton of money what was what's something that you would advise them on as far as lead gen
0: yeah i i've got a club and um I i recommend everybody if they don't have anywhere to start um if they're in the club I recommend that they go to a couple of different places. One is a, a website called theautomatedrei.com, theautomatedrei.com. Now, the Automated REI is about the cheapest place you can generate leads that I know of today. Um, you go there, you can scrape Zillow, okay? You can scrape Craigslist. You can text those, those scrapes, your message, all right? And all of this stuff costs pennies, all right, to to do. Um, You don't have to worry about the do not call list because these are Zillow. These are Craigslist. They've got their stuff out there on social media looking for people to call them, okay? So you could, if you wanted leads today, you could go there and get leads for less than 20, 25 bucks And, and enough leads to last you today, tomorrow, maybe the next day. So, you know, a great way to get started Um, very inexpensively. The other place I recommend is PropStream. PropStream is a great tool. It it does more than you'll ever know, be honest with you. I mean, it's just that deep. Um, If you're looking for comparables or you're looking for property values or any of that stuff, it's it's an awesome tool, but it also will help you generate leads. You can get very specific niche down lists that no one has, but you, you know,
2: really. Absolutely. And, and I'm going to do a shameless plug, PropStream. Go to PropStream, trial.propstream.com slash equity and you can get a 30-day free trial. We'll make sure we have that, that information in the show notes. But you're right. You got PropStream. You have uh, the REI Automator. And, and the things that you're talking about, especially the REI Automator, you know, you can get started with just a couple of bucks. You know, you got yeah. a handful of cash. Instead <clears throat> of going... You know, to the movies. Well, you can't yeah. go to the movies now. But instead of going out to dinner, you know, you say, "Hey, I'm a, I'm a invest in myself and start trying to get some yeah. leads."
0: Yeah, it, it 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 kills me when I hear people say, "Ah, uh, well, I don't have enough money to get started." I'm like, "Oh, wait a minute, hold on. What do you guys do at night or or, or in your downtime?" Well, we watch YouTube. Okay, have you ever run across this guy named Gary V? Uh, all right, yeah, <laughs> Gary yep. He talks about how you know you can go to garage sales, you can buy cheap uh, toys and dolls and stuff, and you could sell them he, he turning uh, trash into treasure, you know, and sell mm-hmm. them on eBay and make money. I bet for everybody out there that says, Hey, I can't get started in real estate because I don't have even a hundred or $250 to get started. Okay. I bet I could walk you, if you invited me into your home, we could walk around your home and you and I could point out several things that you haven't even touched, physically touched in six months. Yep. That you you could you could put on eBay today, have sold, put that money into your real estate business, get some leads, make some phone calls, change your life, right? Yep. Yep. I'm you know, is it's is it really the $100 that that keeps you from getting started or is that just an excuse? It sounds to me like it might just be an
2: excuse. That's exactly what it is. It's just <laughs> excuses. People are making excuses and that's what I that's what I tell them is you can get started for a little bit of money. Now I know a lot of people say you could do it with absolutely no money. I'm not that type of believer. I say, you know, you have to have something to start with. I got started with 200 Um, bucks. First premier credit card, 200 bucks. And that's how I got started. So guys, there's no excuse. So throw those excuses out the window, shut off the TV, turn off YouTube, turn off Netflix and get into um, some lead gen you know, and, and start making you some money. So, okay. So we talked about lead generation. So they scrape, you know, Zillow. So they're looking at, you know, nice houses, I'm assuming on Zillow. So these would probably be lease options or subject to deals or something like that. Um, How do they get in touch with them? So once they scrape them, they get the telephone number, what would be the best way to reach out to them?
0: Yeah. The machine, uh, at theautomatedrei.com will allow you to text. So you can text these these homeowners that you've scraped off Zillow or Craigslist. And what I find is, is there's, there's a number of different uh, people that I'll run across, really. One is an unmotivated seller. Well, oftentimes they won't respond to your text. Yep. So you eliminate them right away. So now you're not calling people who are not interested. Uh, you'll get interested people reply with interesting type replies, you know, like uh, maybe, or can we talk or sure, that sounds good. Or how long would you want to lease the property before purchasing it? Or how does this work or anything? You know, these are great people to talk to. These are great leads. And so you'll, you'll get those kind of, those kind of responses and you'll call those and, and you'll be talking to homeowners and some, you know, oftentimes it doesn't fit those people either. You know, so it's still, a, still a numbers game. Um, what we teach people in in my club is how to qualify or disqualify these people in three minutes or less. Like, you know, not, uh, gone are the days right of sitting on the phone for 30 to 45 minutes with each of these leads, trying to get down to the nitty gritty to see if it's a deal and then getting off the phone with a big, no, or i'll think about it or something like that i mean that will run your butt right out of the business faster than anything in my opinion <laughs>
2: yeah so 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 justin you know. how do you qualify those leads you know in 3 minutes or less what are some of the things that you do to find out if this person is a tire kicker or not
0: yeah, it's it's a, a system that we use. Um, it, it basically uh, is a formula for a conversation that you have on the phone where you we teach you how to introduce yourself. We teach you how to set up the phone call and the agenda. and set up a roadmap for the conversation with the homeowner. And then really there's four questions that you need to know to establish this person's motivation level. And you can do all, all four questions in less than three minutes. One is, is why do they want to sell the property? Yep. You know, that's a question that you have to ask. You have to find out why they want to sell the property. I like to ask it like this. How long have you lived in the property and why would you be wanting to sell today? There you go. That's it. So that's the why question. Then you need to find out about the money, right? Mm -hmm. We're always afraid to talk about money, but you need to know about the money. Are they flexible on purchase price? How did you come to this purchase price and what do you believe the property is worth? Yes. That's the question. That's how, what I like to ask. All of these will indicate motivation. Their answers will. So uh, another question you must ask is the timing question. Uh, are you interested in selling this property, or doing something with it, getting it off your plate today? Or is this something that you'd like to do maybe next month or after you have an open house or after you do this or that or the other thing? Yep. You know, uh, there's, there's times we talk to homeowners and they're not really ready to do something today. They've got they've got other plans. They've got a, a vacation ahead. They've got an open house plan for the Saturday after they come back and they're not really interested in doing anything till after that. Well, I need to know that because I don't want to spend 45 minutes on the phone with this person just to find that out. Right. Yep, so yep. Uh, the fourth thing, so we got the why, we got the money, we got the timing, and then we got number four is the commitment. Are you able to make a commitment? Is there anybody else that needs to be involved in this besides you? And if I make an offer that meets your, your needs today and solves your issues, can you do business with me today? That's it. Now the rest, you know, people are like, well, you didn't ask anything about the
2: property. Oh no, we might, we might get into that if he qualifies. Yep, yep, Yeah. Cause it, it makes no difference about the property. If he can't answer those four questions and those four questions fit within the right box. So that's, that's good. So it's go over them once again, Justin the yeah it's why. the why why do you want to sell uh
0: n- number two is is the money you know how, how did you come to this purchase price and what do you believe the house is worth and find out if there's a money money problem going on there with the homeowner uh number three is the timing you know is he is he ready to do something with me today you know because i i'm i'm an investor looking to get a property deal today i don't want to wait three months there after calling, calling the guy 16 times you know um, and then number four is, is he the guy that can make a commitment? Is he able to make a commitment or does he need to discuss with the missus? Because if he needs to discuss with the missus, I might as well wait to present until I can get her on the phone too. Right, right. right. See, so I'm not wasting time with people I can't close. And once I discovered this, you know, it makes it easier for me and my business to do 65 deals a year.
2: There I mean, you go, guys. If you, if
0: you If you think about it, I mean, I'm not wasting all of this time with
2: unmotivated people that I can't close. So that's that's good. So guys, you got it. You got, Justin just gave you a way to find leads, he gave you what to say on the phone when you're talking to these leads and how to close them. So again, we're throwing out all of the excuses on today, especially for those that are getting started. We're throwing out the excuses. Here you go right here. And what we're talking about is almost little to no money, you know, in order to try and get that first deal, you know, done, you know? So Mike, okay. You, you had this conversation with the seller. Um, what's next? He qualified, he or she qualifies. What are we doing next? Are you going out to the house to take a look at the house? Kind of what's what?
0: No, um, we we rarely ever need to go take a look at a house. We live in a virtual world, and I am a virtual girl. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Uh, I love to do things virtually. So once a homeowner is qualified in those three minutes of of questions, um, then we'll go ahead and discuss with them. We'll present the offer. If it does fit, it does solve their problems and they say yes, then we'll virtually send an agreement using an e-signature program like Dot Loop or DocuSign or HelloSign or any of those will work. There's others as well. So, Once we get an agreement, then we just market that property. So we're going to market that property deal in the same places that we found the property deal usually, (laughs) which is Craigslist. We're going to put it on Facebook marketplace. It's huge nowadays. You know, you can put a fake ad up uh, just to test it. If you don't believe me and you'll have people responding to your fake shit, right? Sorry for the, (laughs) sorry (laughs) for the language. Uh, it's just where everybody is. So Facebook marketplace is a, is, is a great resource for us. Um, we will also boost that post, um, which means we put a little money on it. You know, we put five on it or something like that yep, a day yep. and, and they'll, they'll put it out to more people. Or uh, many times, uh, if that's not bringing the kind of action and activity we want, we'll run a paid ad in that zip code. Okay. And so tenant buyers will start coming in. Usually they'll message us or text us first, you know, so we can ask them and qualify them. Uh, we so need me, to know.
2: Go ahead. Let me ask you this real quick, Justin. So, cause this happened to me when I got started. So everyone would, would always say, you know, get the property under contract. This wasn't a lease option deal. This was just a regular wholesale deal, you know, get the property under contract and then put it out there on the web, put it out there on Zillow, put it out there on Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, so on and so forth. Have you ever had an incident where the same seller saw that ad in those places online? Yeah. Yeah. We,
0: we actually asked the homeowner to take down some of his marketing uh for us to be able to effectively do what we do gotcha. um yes uh, it does happen and that's a routine thing that we do and we find that if we've built confidence with this homeowner he's okay with pulling down his zillow ad um he's okay with pulling down a, a facebook ad uh however you know our agreement really is is not exclusive either so it, he could he could beat us to the punch here he could find mm-hmm. somebody before us that's okay Um, We just ask him if he's kind enough to, to to remove some of his marketing so that we can do what we do. And uh, most of the time they're cool with that. But I have had, yes, I have had some homeowners before we started asking. I had, I have had them come to me and and say, Hey, you know, what's the deal with this ad up here? Uh, My my house is on Craigslist again and blah, blah. You know, and I have to explain to them again, you know, it's a, it's a new process for them. It's something that they haven't done mm-hmm. before. So I have to explain to them again. Well, you know, uh, like I said, what we're doing is we're, we're trying to place a tenant buyer in there. So that's why the numbers are different and things look different too. Yep. Um. So, you know, most of the time they, they're totally fine with it once you explain to them what's going on. Uh, in some cases, one in particular that I remember I had a homeowner, um get get riled up because they didn't see the ad but a friend of theirs saw the ad and let them know and you know now that's hearsay right yep, so yep. so they get they get extra fired up about that and uh yep. but just just talking to them and explaining to them that what you're doing and you should be able to do this wholesale game with transparency right yep, i mean absolutely uh, this isn't a scam or a scheme or a con job this is this is a legitimate real estate investing technique Mm -hmm. and so you should be able to do it with transparency you should be able to as soon as you pick up the phone with the homeowner say hi i'm justin i'm a real estate investor i'm looking to buy another property deal today i saw this one online i wanted to call you and ask you a few questions you're not holding back anything you're telling them that you're an investor later when the question comes hey are you going to be living in the property okay because they like to ask that question a lot yep Oh no mr homeowner i 'm not that you know we can be transparent here and honest no mr mr homeowner i 'm not going to be living in the property here 's what I want to do. I want to put some good people in there, and yes, I want to make a little bit of money, but I also want this to be a great solution for you. Does that seem unreasonable, or can we go ahead and move forward or
2: maybe not you know that that's that's honest how you can 't get any more honest than that that 's it and 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 that 's all it takes. Justin is, you know, a lot of people and I, cause I'll, I'll tell you my situation was, it was, it was a wholesale deal and the mom went with me, you know, outside of some other investors that came in and took, took a look at it because she said of my integrity, you know, we were talking and, um, I put the property on Zillow and her daughter called me and was like, Hey, you know, why is, why is mom's property on Zillow? And I just let her know you know, hey, yes, we are buying it. We do have partners that that buy property, so we put it up there you know to so our so our you know buyers can take a look at it. you know what we promised you is still what you're going to get, you know, but we're looking at you know something on the back end as well, and like you said, just be transparent and you know they was like, oh, okay, you know, as long as I get my one five yeah. like you promised me, right, I don't care you know, yeah. and that's and that's the thing is that you know, sometime we get in our own way. You know, we mm-hmm. think of these imaginary roadblocks. Well, what if this, what if that, if it happens, then yeah. you face that obstacle, that objection, and you overcome it, you know, by talking and explaining the process to them. And yeah. that's exactly what you said that you did. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I 100% agree with that. You're right. We, we do get in our own way. We make this harder than it is. And we invent imaginary roadblocks and problems and and really just being honest and upfront really goes a long way it it, it adds so much to the likability and trustability which brings
2: so much to the deal
0: <laughs> yep yep
2: it does <laughs> and it, and and it makes it easy cuz like you said people want to do business with they know like and trust and yeah. if they if they know like like you and trust you then when you talk to them they're going to say okay well this person does have my best interest at heart and his best interest or her best interest at heart. You know, and that's, that's the thing that you have to explain to them that, you know, this is going to be a win-win for both parties. You know, I'm not just looking at this just for me. So tell me, tell me, Justin, um, give me some numbers on one of your latest deals that you did. Let's kind of walk through that. How you found yeah. it, and the conversation, yeah. and what, and the disposition.
0: Yeah, uh, recently did a deal in uh, Iowa. Now I'm in Kansas City, and so uh, doing a deal in in uh, rural is kind of rural Iowa, um, a little town uh, it's just outside of a little town called Waterloo. If anybody's ever heard of Waterloo, that,
2: Waterloo, Iowa. Yeah. So how did uh, before we even get there? How did you? How did you? Your mind is saying, okay, I'm in Kansas City this property is in Iowa. First of all, yes. how did you find it? And what made you even think that you can do this being up in down you know, in Kansas City and it's in Iowa?
0: Yeah, um, one of my favorite questions I asked a homeowner once he's been, once I've qualified him as a motivated homeowner, uh, he's flexible, willing to work with us. Um, I believe it could be a deal. I spent a little more time with him on the phone. Um, uh, he's, he's agreeable to things. I'll say, uh, Mr. Homeowner, what was your plan for showing the property? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, that's it. I mean, you know, the the homeowner has a plan. I mean, he's thought about this, you know, well, I'll be there to show the property myself or my brother has a key and he'll come over or uh, there's a lockbox on it or or something. So uh, we just work with the homeowner to show a property and, and you know, that's how we do it virtually. I got the lead from the theautomatedrei.com. It was a scrape and a blast that I did um, on Zillow and I'm talking to the homeowner I, he sent back a. I sent a text blast out he sent back a message that was uh, not a no and mm-hmm. so I called the guy up and talked to him for three minutes he I asked him those questions about the why and why he would want to sell the money and the timing and his commitment level and everything seemed good so we went ahead and talked with him a little bit further and um, turns out that, uh, him, him and his wife are needing to move due to work. Okay. So, uh, during the, I guess during this pandemic stuff, um, they've needed to shuffle some things around. Um, he's an electrician and she is, uh, some kind of a artsy craftsy person or something. Okay. I don't know she builds something, uh, bracelets or something. <laughs> um, but, yep. um, but they, they need, they need to move because he's taking a, some kind of a union position someplace else in a different city and it's something he needs to get to pretty quickly. So they're ready to go. They need to move. They don't have a lot of equity in this house either. So it's, it's a great opportunity for somebody to come in with a creative option for these folks because their normal options don't exist. Going to a realtor and getting a realtor, they don't have enough equity for that. Um, so the house is worth about $228,000 and they owe about 225000 So here we go now, um, no no room for a realtor. And they got to go. What do they do? What can they do? Well, the first thing that pops in their heads is I'll put it on Zillow myself. I'll try to sell this thing for sale by owner. Well, you know, they're not really wired for this. He's an electrician, mm-hmm. and she's, she's an artsy, craftsy person. So, you know, selling property is not something that they have experience with. And uh, they're struggling with it, you know. So When I call them, they're open to ideas. And so we talk to them, we get the deal. Um, We put the house up on uh, the social media sites we were talking about before. And with Facebook, you can really target down into that part of Iowa, even though I'm outside of Iowa. Once we have a tenant buyer prospect lined up, I have a course called Outsourced Lease Options 2.0. And in that course, there is a document called the Appointment Confirmation Memo. And the appointment confirmation memo is something I send to the homeowner via dot loop or Mm -hmm. DocuSign or HelloSign when the tenant buyer is lined up and ready to go into the house to take a look at it. And In other words, I've pre-qualified them a little bit. I find out they have some money to put down into the deal, you know, which for a non-refundable option fee. Gotcha. And so my, my profits there. So I, I just need to go make sure they go in and take a look at the property. How do I keep this homeowner from circumventing me, taking that tenant buyer, screwing me out of the deal? Cause I'm doing this virtually.
2: Right. Right.
0: Well, this appointment confirmation memo is a document that just the, the homeowner gets, it has the name of the tenant buyer prospect on it, as well as the sellers, as well as mine. And it says in there that, the seller and I have an agreement previous to this one that he acknowledges is still in place and that he also acknowledges that this tenant buyer belongs to me and that he's not going to do any real estate transaction with this tenant buyer outside of me for at least six months. Okay. And then they'll put, they'll sign that thing. And so now I have a commitment, right? That the homeowner is not going to circumvent me. He's not going to screw me here. And that he's also going to show the property at this particular day and this particular time for me, all virtual.
2: That's good. And, and that was going to be one of my questions was, you know, how do you avoid the seller, you know, circumventing you and going directly to your tenant buyer. So um, yeah, that, that, memo document is real good. He signed it, you sign it. So now you have a mutual agreement in case he does that, you know, God forbid, you know, you can go to court, but at least leverage, you know, with the seller, Hey, you know, we got this agreement, you know, and I don't want to have to have to use this agreement. Okay. Yes, exactly. What do you do to qualify? What did you do to qualify that tenant? Can buy it? Uh,
0: yeah, um, that's a great question, Marcus. Um, in other words, they contact us and we need to know a few things. First, we need to know one, are they interested in just renting something or are they interested in renting to own something? Because this is not a rental. This is a rent to own opportunity. I like to call it a rent until you can purchase it opportunity. Gotcha. Okay, uh, rent to own, you know, we've all seen the commercials and maybe some of us have gotten a couch or two that way you know, yep, rent, yep. <laughs> rent to own. It almost has a bad, you know, mm, uh, stigma, kinda, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I like to say it's a rent or a lease until you can purchase it opportunity. Uh, that's just something you know, you, it, it, I just invented that. So if you guys want to use that too, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, But yeah, I, I like to call it something a little different and I want to make sure this person that's coming to me about the property deal is truly looking to rent to own and not just rent. And if they are looking to rent to own, that's great. Then I want to find out if they have two years of good rental history. I'm just going to ask them, Hey, if I talk to your landlords for the last couple of years, are they going to tell me any bad stories? Okay. If everything seems on the up and up there, then I'm going to ask them if they have enough income to support the payment. All right. So the payment, you know, I'm going to ask them to if they have at least three times what the payment is in income. If they don't, then they can't afford to live here. And then I'm going to ask them how much money they have as far as a pay to play fee. There is a, a reasonable down payment required here. Okay. Okay. Now now we know it's a non-refundable option fee and I'm going to explain that to them. But this is, this is a question I must know. Okay. I must know if they have any cash because I don't want to go show this property, bother the homeowner, do all this stuff just to find out this person doesn't have my paycheck. Right. Gotcha. All right? so, so I, I want to make sure that if, if all that seems good, I'm going to wrap it up with one last question. And that is, if, if I run a background check on you, and we, we typically do, is there anything there that, I, that you don't want me to see? Are we clean? Are we good? Okay. Now, this is going to be a tenant screen. This is going to be a background check. And they're going to pay for it. All right. They're going to use a, a website called mysmartmove.com. It's a, it's a trans union thing. So one of the three major credit bureaus and they'll do a tenant screen, the background check, all the whole nine yards and they'll charge them for it. But it allows me to see who I'm working with. Now, if they're, if they're all cool with all of that, then I'll use the appointment confirmation memo with the homeowner, set an appointment, get them to take a look at the inside. If they like the inside,
2: great. Let's get the money out. Let's get the papers out. There we go. (laughs) <laughs> Let's make it happen <laughs> what do you How do you set your non refundable option deposit? How much do you normally set it for? Is it a percentage of what the property is worth? how can we you know how do you justify okay it's going to be fifteen thousand ten thousand versus you know fifteen hundred or three thousand yeah so um we
0: use a rule of thumb basically we 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 like to say for a two or three year lease. Uh, we, we, we like to go for 10%. Um, okay. Uh, but you, you can check this and verify this by going to Zillow, really. If you put the property address in Zillow, you can scroll down and you can see where it'll say uh, what the average appreciation for this area is, for the zip code, for this neighborhood. And you'll see that in most places, it's two or 3%. So, well, 3% times three years, 36 months is 9%. So about 10%. So okay. If if we pick up a deal there, uh, in that area, then we're going to immediately, if we're at full market value with our contract with the homeowner, that's okay, because I'm still going to be able to add that appreciation on for the 36-month term that we have it for. Uh, so that creates that 10% paycheck for me. Now, that okay. might be 15000 that might be 10000 it might be something gotcha. different, but it's this basically a percentage that we're working off
2: of. Okay. And then my, my, I had a question. I'm trying to think of where, where I was going with this question. Um, hmm. Can't quite think of it. It, it. It'll come back to me. It'll That's come right. back to me. So um, what do you do? Oh, I know what my question was. Do you stay in the deal or do you do everything? And now it's just between the tenant buyer and the, owner or are you staying in the deal? Yeah,
0: that's a that's a great uh, question. And it depends on the deal. Uh, The deal I was talking about in Iowa, uh, $228,000 value, he owes 225. I think we if I remember right, I don't have it sitting in front of me, we marked it up to about 240 on a three year term. Uh, we collected, I believe it was 12,500. So, I mean, we, we adjusted the numbers to make all that work. I don't put a number for down payment on the ad. Um, the reason I I don't do that is because then I might be selling myself short. You know, the the number, the number one rule in negotiations is is the first person that names the price loses. Right. So, uh, I don't want to be the guy that says I'm looking for 7,500 when a guy has 12,500, he could throw in, um, so, but I know that I can't ask more than that. I right. can't ask for more that than 10%. that equity, yeah. yeah. Um, so I have it in mind, um, but if a tenant comes to me and a tenant buyer prospect and they, they qualify, they look good, they they smell good, everything looks real nice. They have, they don't have 10%, but they got seven and a half percent or they got 5%, but I like them and it, it's still a nice chunk of money. I might do that, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, And then I also might create a promissory note where they can pay me money monthly to make up the difference. I I don't know. I have some options here. Uh, But typically I'm assigning that deal over to the tenant buyer and then walking away. They're going to put, they're going to put that money down. I'm going to put it in my pocket, assign this deal over to them and I'm going to walk away. I'm not legally obligated to do anything. I'm not risk uh, at risk for anything. And technically I'm completely 100% out of this deal. Gotcha.
2: Um, Okay. If,
0: if there is a deal though, that has a lot of equity and it makes sense for me to sandwich it, I can maybe, maybe the rent that I would have to pay the seller is a thousand a month, but I can get 500 a month from the tenant buyer. I mean, 1500 a month from the tenant buyer. That, that means I make 500 bucks a month. Right. I might, I might stay in the middle of
2: that one. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Get that extra uh, passive income there, you know? Um, So tell me, Justin, this is going to be our last question before we take a quick break. Um, so we went over the numbers and everything like that. Um, how did how is that deal going right now? Because that was in what April? You said that deal that deal oh
0: no uh, no we did this deal about three weeks ago. Uh, oh
2: okay okay yeah. sweet sweet did it three weeks ago. So you you solved the problem for the seller, so yes. they were able to move and you know moved because of his job and you solved the problem for the tenant buyer you know and you was able to make you know 12 grand 13 grand in the deal absolutely so we'll stop right here take a brief pause we'll come back and we'll talk about you know your team you how you structured everything like that so guys we'll be right back we'll take a brief minute and we'll come back with justin
1: PropStream is the industry's number one tool for locating distressed properties and connecting with highly motivated sellers. With 100% coverage across the U.S., PropStream provides a deep dive into any property's specific details, making it easy to generate lists of distressed properties and contact to the owners. No other product or service can compare. Gain access to MLS property details like expired listings. You can pull accurate comps, even sell prices in non disclosure states. This information is typically reserved for licensed real estate professionals, but it is also available to you in PropStream. Gain access to unlimited nationwide property search, comparable home sales, targeted marketing lists, and owner contact lookup, built-in marketing tools, hundreds of filters to search and sort leads. Start your free seven-day trial now by going to proud.propstreampro.com/slash we love.
2: All right, Justin, we are back, man. Thank you for going through the steps and the processes with that Iowa deal where you did the lease option. So now let's kind of talk about where you're at right now and are you doing this independently yourself? You know, can somebody do it if it's just them or do they need a team in order to do this? Yeah, great
0: question. You can absolutely do this by yourself. Um, if If you have a good plan, it's, it's like baking a cake, and you got a recipe on the back of the box. If you just follow the steps and you have a plan, a system, a process, and if you're a person that can put this on the calendar on a habitual basis, in other words, generate leads on a regular basis. I, I'm, I'm always saying to the club uh, that on a day that you don't have leads, you have to ask yourself, am I self-employed or am I just straight unemployed? Mm-hmm. i got no leads you know you got no leads you got what do you got you, you don't you don't Healthy. have a business yeah so you you got to get leads and you got to do these things consistently so set it on your calendar to every monday you you go to one of these platforms and you generate leads for the week or uh, if you're if you're the person that can discipline themselves to do something and i'm saying like take an hour or two you know not like all day this isn't full time work and nobody wants to get into real estate to have another job i don't right, think right right uh, so, you know, but but you, you can't miss the hour or two. You have to do the hour or two. So set it on your calendar and then do it every week consistently. You, you, you can absolutely do this by yourself. You can get the leads easy and inexpensively. You can make the calls yourself. You can close the deal, send out the agreements. You can throw that puppy back up on social media and have people ringing you up trying to give you money. Yeah, it's not that hard to do, but you have to have the recipe, right? You have to follow the steps. And I think that's an issue for a lot of us. We're not following the steps, maybe because we've gotten this course and that course and the other course and this seminar and that workshop. And now the steps are all muddy in our head.
2: Yep, yep, yep. And that's that's the problem with getting too much education. And it goes back to where we started with theory versus practice. You know, you get all of this education and you have all of this education floating around in your head and you can even go to a party and you can tell people exactly what to do. This is how you close a deal, but you never actually did it because you're not taking that action. So guys, listen to Justin. What he's saying is, you know, you got to stay focused. You can't want to do lease options one day and then the next Next week, you want to do apartment syndications. And then, you know, next month, you want to do mobile home investing, you have to find a niche, find that niche that suited for you. And you have to be willing to sacrifice your time, energy, effort, and money, and learn that niche and be a good steward with what you learn that education and get out there and take action. That's exactly what you need to do. So Justin, You're doing this. You're doing it in multiple states. Um, What's next for you? What's next for me is
0: I've been developing the real estate wholesalers club for the last couple, two or three years. And the club is really based on the concept that we all need community and we all love community. We need one another. I've got another saying, I've I've got a lot of weird sayings, um, but one of them is, is nobody gets rich in this business alone. And I mean, nobody, and and that's that's really true if you think about it you've never done nor will you ever do a real estate transaction all by yourself there's always other people involved and so we we have to embrace the idea of community here and there's no better time to embrace the idea of community than when you're when you're a newbie when you're just getting started and you need other big brothers and sisters in the business you need people who can Help field your questions or role play with you a uh, seller objection over the phone, um, things like that. So, what's 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 up for me in the future is is uh, I really see um, the the coaching um, as a as a big important piece of my life. It it has been for the last couple of years, but I see it becoming more and more important. Um, the, the club is growing. Uh, People are, their skills are growing. They're, they're getting the recipe. They're getting it lined out. They're, they're, they're developing and who they are and and what they want and going for it. They're starting and they're helping and supporting one another. I've never been a part of anything that made me feel any better than that, man. And so I, I really want to invest what I can into other people in that way.
2: Uh, (laughs) Okay. So 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 that's good. I didn't mean to cut you off there, Justin. No, you're um, good. But yeah, investing you know your time, energy, and efforts into other people, man, is is definitely good. Especially when you come to a place where you say, okay, I know how to do this. You know, let me show other people because it's it's an eye opening situation. You know, when you sit at home and you like, okay, I just made. $13,000 from sitting at home, you know? And I, listeners, I'm gonna be sharing this with you guys in the future. Also during this whole coronavirus time, my wife has been working from home. And I told her, I said, look, I am going to show you exactly what I do. And I'm, I promise you during this time, you will make some money. So she just closed her first deal. Wow. Well, actually it's gonna be closing. Here coming up, we're in the midst of finalizing everything, but she's gonna make 15 grand, you know, kind of just in these yeah. during this coronavirus time doing exactly yeah. what we're doing. So um the possibilities are out there. Oh yeah. Gosh. You know, I think we're gonna do more deals this year than we did last year.
0: And I've been trying to tell people that it's uh it's the best time to get started now, right yep. now. Um, That's the important part is that you start today, start doing something. You're like, well, I don't know how to do all this. Okay. Start doing something that you know to do and do it today. And then tomorrow you'll do something else a little bit and you'll just something productive. That's all. Just do something productive towards this every day. And you'll be amazed at the progress you make. Um, People are waiting for what? I don't know. Waiting, waiting, waiting.
2: it's a, it's a loser's game to wait. It's More those, millionaires. It's those, it's those small efforts, you know, Justin, you know, yeah. it, it's those, okay, today I'm going to do this. It's, it's not going to be anything huge, but it's going to be something small. But then you look back six months, you look at all of those small efforts and you're like, wow, look how far I've come in six months. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know? And if you were to add up all
0: the time, you'd be amazed at how much time you put into it over six months, just doing a little piece at a time, yep. you know, a little yep. bit of it. Um uh, hey and congratulations to your to the missus too, man. That's that's impressive.
2: Yeah, yeah. She's she's not celebrating yet. She says she wanna wait until you know closing <laughs> actually happens. You know, <laughs> S- smart gal, smart smart gal. woman, smart woman. So yeah. yep. So Justin, let's start and prepare to take you into our hot seat questions. We are going to put Justin on the hot seat. Come on, Justin. <laughs> We're we'll putting you on the hot seat. All right. Man. So answer these questions as quick as possible but yeah. you know feel free to elaborate starting over what would you do differently Ooh.
0: I would get a coach right away that knew what he was doing and I would
2: follow him without without deviating gotcha everywhere yep yep and 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 I'm a firm believer because I had that mindset in the beginning I was like you know what, I can learn all of this stuff. There's tons of videos on YouTube. There's tons of information out there on Facebook. And I was like, I'll just learn it on my own. You know, I did learn it, but there's a lot of gaps that I didn't get. And if I had that mentor early, like you said, I would have been further along, you know, faster. So absolutely, you know, guys, get you a coach get you a mentor go out there find somebody even if it's somebody in your local area that's doing you know two or three deals a month sit up under their table see if you can get some of those bread crumbs that fall from the table yes you know and see if you can learn um what is your greatest commodity outside of capital justin people there you go And it's funny every time. And I consistently ask this question and almost every time people always say it's my team. It's my people people that I work with. So
0: you can't um, do this business alone, man. There you go. There you you go. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, at the very least, you're going to need a title company or a closing attorney, right? Yep. You're going to need somebody. You're going to need a seller. You're going to need a buyer, you know, and that buyer is your customer. This is what kills me, man, is people in the wholesaler business, and they're like, oh, I don't care about a buyer's list. I'll just send my deals out on Facebook. Oh, okay, that's cool. That's cool. You can do that. But the buyers are your customers, man. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't know any customers.
2: Right, right. You got it. That's <laughs> a good way to put it, Justin. Great way to put it. Um, what drives your ambition? My hate for having
0: to listen and take orders from other people. I know that sounds absurd, but I just, I just want to do what I want to do when I want to do it, man. And because of that, I'll do whatever it takes to make this next deal happen, you know, with ethics and, yep, and integrity yep. Uh because I don't want to go back to the
2: job ever. There you go. You don't want to go back to being just over broke. <laughs> right. So, um, what do you believe is your greatest challenge, if it's internal or external? Yeah, internal. Internal. internal.
0: Greatest challenge, yeah. Greatest challenge is internal. And it's, 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 it's a confidence thing, like everybody. I mean, I'm just a normal guy. I was born in Kentucky. Um, you know, I, I, nothing special about Justin. He's a preacher's kid. There you go. And and, uh, I got two years uh, of college and then I dropped out and then I went back later and got another two year degree. Like who does that? I got two, two year degrees. (laughs) I I can tell you in this, in this instance, two plus two does not equal four. Okay. So. That's a good one, Justin. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know, I've had to, to come up, up here, you know what I mean? In, In my head, because I felt like I was like a lot of people, maybe I was born on the wrong side of the tracks, you know, and, uh, it's okay. Just get born again on the other side, you know, you just, j- just, change this mind up here, you know, and, and develop into somebody different,
2: you know, be who you want to be. And that's, that's a challenge for me. I'm, I'm doing that today even, you know, it's, it's in, and, and a lot of it is psychological, you know, that's yeah. something that I deal with, you know, every day. That's why every morning I have to get up and there's certain routines that I have to go through just to get this right up yeah. here, you yeah. know? Okay. Yeah. What What's the latest business or real estate book that you've read that you, you could recommend somebody to read? <laughs> That's a good one, man. That's a good one. Uh,
0: I'll have to go grab it, man, because, well. Go ahead. Go <laughs> ahead. Don't worry about it. Um, what you got? Uh, well, I don't see, the title slips my mind, man. I don't know why, because it's the most popular book ever. Go and ahead. I'm just, go get it. I'm, I'm in the middle of it. Hold on.
2: There you go. Shut up money. Um, Justin didn't talk about it and he didn't share it, but he talks about having that shut up money. And that shut up money is when people always say you can't do something or it's not possible or anything like that. Once you get that check and you can show them, Hey, look, this is possible. It's doable. You know, that normally shuts people up, you know, that closes their their mouths so they don't um so they believe they believe in what you're doing i was just telling them justin about your shut up money um yeah. hashtag shut up money and that's just letting people know that you know people are going to talk about you they're going to be naysayers but once you get that check that shuts them right up oh yeah, yeah <laughs> that's what
0: it's all about man hey the go-giver there we go the go-giver okay uh, this is like the most popular book ever. Somebody, uh, I, people were asking me, "Hey, have you ever read The Go Giver? You ever read The Go Giver?" I was like, "No, no, I haven't read that." I, it sounds like a good one. And then somebody was like, "Hey, shut up, man. Just let me get you the book, and
2: then you read it." <laughs> All right, there you guys. You have it, The Go Giver, and it's it's a it's a bestseller also. Yeah. So, um, yeah, go out there and get that book. So wrapping up Justin here. I mean, tell us where we can find you. I know you have the uh Facebook group. Kind of give us some insights on where people can find you, you yeah. know, if they want to learn more about you about wholesaling lease options or wholesaling in general.
0: Yeah, if folks want to go to realestatewholesalersclub.com uh realestatewholesalersclub.com, uh there's a free course that I've I have for you there. On the website, it's uh, how to do virtual lease options and it comes with the full agreements package and everything so you can get started. We have people who do deals just off the free stuff. Uh, beyond that, there's some advanced courses and advanced agreements packages and things like that, like the outsource lease options 2.0 and then we have mastering the phone to get property deals 2.0. I'll give that to you for free too if you go to the website and you put your email address in there but realestatewholesalersclub.com is where it all starts man go check us out we got lots of group coaching opportunities it's affordable um that's where that's the community okay. i was talking about
2: all right sounds great so that's um give it to us one more time justin yeah wholesalersclub.com. okay great i'll make sure i have all of that information in the show notes justin parting words for our listeners man what's one thing that you can say to them to a inspire them to move forward and progress down their journey. Yeah. Stop doubting yourself. Stop questioning your knowledge level. You already
0: know, probably if you're watching this podcast, you probably already know a hundred times more than the seller you're going to be talking to than the homeowner out there who is a lead for you. You probably know a hundred times more than that. You just need to start
2: today and do it, do it. All right, guys, you hear from Justin. Start today, get out there and do it. Justin, I want to appreciate you, man. Thank you again for being on the show for us, man. You rocked it out, you did an excellent job. You Um, you gave some great insight, great technique. You talked about psychology also. So I want to appreciate you, guys. Thank you. My welcome, welcome, welcome. My new listeners, thank you for being here. I really appreciate you, I appreciate you. We love equity family. Again, thank you, Justin. Guys, see you next week and remember to always enjoy the journey. All right guys, that was Justin Chalmness and he is doing lease options and wholesaling and he's doing it virtually. So again, one of the key things that he said is, stop waiting. Guys, it don't take a whole lot of money. It don't take a whole lot of education. You just have to get out there and get started. I know that one of the things that you're probably dealing with is the imposter syndrome. If you don't know what that is, look it up. But the imposter syndrome, and I'll just give you a brief snippet of it, is you feel that you, is, you are not that guy or that gal that can really educate somebody on real estate because you believe that you don't know everything that you need to know but guess what? Like Justin said, you know probably a hundred times more than your sellers or your buyers. So you just got to get out there and take action. You know, it's Marcus Maloney, the equity king, I'm telling you, and I'm giving you permission to get out there and take action. Remember, if you need additional tools, resources, information, go to marcusemaloney.com. That's marcusemaloney.com. All of my social media handles is MRCS Maloney, that's Twitter, LinkedIn, IG, all of my, everything is MRCS Maloney.com. So go out there, get out there, make some equity happen, make things happen. Guys, I enjoy it. I love you. Make sure you enjoy the journey. Thank you for listening to today's show. I picked up some great actionable items and I'm sure you did as well. If so, let me know. You can always reach me via social media at facebook.com slash MRCS Maloney, Twitter at MRCS Maloney, and of course, IG at MRCS Maloney. You can also always reach me via email at mmaloney at equityri.com. Make sure you reach out to our guest as well. You can always find their contact information in the show notes below. If you have not subscribed already, what are you waiting for? Join the family. And while you're at it, leave us a five-star review. This is how we tell if we're providing you with what you need for your journey. If there's someone you would like for me to interview, or if there's a subject matter you would like for me to cover, please let me know. Finally, if you're looking for additional information about real estate investing, go to equityrealestateblog.com. Also, youtube.com slash Marcus Maloney. Until next time, family, always enjoy the journey.